You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. <laughs> Have you ever lost sleep because of a bad breakup? <laughs> Don't leave me. Have you ever got so confused about what you want to do with your life and your career? <laughs> I know I have, but don't worry about it. Everybody goes through that, including celebrities. This is that 20s show. Hey guys, welcome back to that 20s show with me, Kianu Azman. So, as always, this is the show where I talk to different celebrities and public figures about the things that they go through in their 20s. Because if you are in your 20s yourself, you would know that this is such a complicated decade, man, with all the love issues, the anxiety issues, career anxiety, work anxiety, love anxiety, friendship anxiety, all sorts of worries and uncertainties. And of course, there is always the silent struggles that we don't talk about even with our closest friends. But on this show, I want to become all these celebrities' best friends. I want them to open up to me and tell me the different layers of their lives that they never show on social media. Today, the guest that I have, she is on ERA Music Hit Terbaik. But of course, she says it more gracefully than I did. Lah. She's on ERA. She also has almost 100,000 TikTok followers. Dashat, this girl, you know, she can do everything. TikToker, content creator, radio announcer, actress, so God. You might have even seen her in some dramas. And she can even speak fluent Korean. Ah. Uh, I've got the one and only Muna Bella. Hi, Muna. Hi, Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> see, see, see. I knew it. I knew it. The first line from Muna will have a Korean word already. Annyeonghaseyo, Muna. Annyeonghaseyo. But my Korean, to be honest, is not really that fluent. Still struggling. I'm uh, still learning. I think that is one of my struggles in my 20s. <laughs> Perfect. What a way to start off the episode. Huh? Taro is telling us now that the struggle is about learning and speaking Korean. And by the way, guys, if you can hear this on the Shock app now and you realize that you know, the audio quality of mine and Muna's is completely different. There's a reason for that, okay? So I, this is a bit of a backstory lah. I told Muna a few days ago, Hey Muna, can I have you on my show? Uh, I think I, I asked you yesterday, right Muna? Was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag so last minute, right? So it was yesterday and then she said, Can, because she's with ERA, I am with HIT. So we're basically on the same floor. Just in different studios, right? And then I was like, okay, Ken, let's do it at 4 p.m. Okay. So I was on the way to the studio. And then I asked Muna. So Muna, I'll see, uh, um, I told her, I'll see you at 4. And then she goes, we're doing it on Zoom, right? And I'm like, um, no, we're doing it in the studio. She's already back home. She's already back home. And I was on the way to the studio. So here we are on Zoom, okay? So it's like we're crossing from Astro Bukit Jalil and also Muna's residence in Mon Kiara, okay? <laughs> no, Mon Kiara lah. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm so glad that you are still here with us today, Muna. And we have the rest of this episode to talk about you. So you guys might know Muna Bella as just a radio announcer, actress, content creator. But what was one job you had before being in the entertainment industry? Before this, I was an event planner. Like so a legit one? Events, a legit, legit one? Uh? Yes, Yes, I even have my bachelor in event management. <laughs> so okay, tell us a bit. How was, so what was events your, is my thing? What was your job scope then? You know, when you were coordinating events. So coordinating events, uh, basically, like uh, I'm the one who will set up all the rundowns of the events and what are the stakeholders that I have to deal with on behalf of the clients, and basically make everything what client has imagined come true, stuff like that. Yeah. It's either uh, like a, a events for brands or events for weddings. So weddings, uh, but actually, to be honest, I really love weddings. So what I did was like planning the wedding as if I have my own daughter to be wed. 
and I even cried after my client finished all the events or like oh my god that goes to show that she was very good at her job because and she can cry about the bride and groom I mean she was so invested in the job so guys remember if you want to find a good event host you know who to call Muna Bella because she knows the flow also she used to e- coordinate these events and now she's hosting events ah see be wise when you come when it comes to choosing your MCs okay get someone who knows the in and out of, of events yeah Muna okay so on the outside I think people look at Muna Bella as this happy go lucky girl even the first time I met you also when you joined um Uh, what was the competition for ERA that you joined? Yeah, Personality Top ERA. Okay, wow, very smart, Nashi. C- covering branding. Oh, she's very smart already now with branding. <laughs> <laughs> Radio things, guys. No more branding. No more branding. Please, ready. <laughs> Personality Top ERA. And you got second place, kan? Yeah, I got second. When I saw Muna for the first time, I already told myself, this girl's so pretty, number one. I loved her eyes. I liked her fashion sense. And I felt like she, like, one of those people got no problems in life, like very happy-go-lucky. On Instagram, was so always on fleek. You know, she was pre-pandemic days. She was traveling and all that. But tell us, lah, okay, in general, how are you like in your 20s? Are you very easygoing? Like, everything go with the flow? Or do you have different sides? Like, actually, I'm very kecho, you know, at home. And... Outside social media. Oh, my life is a roller coaster. To be honest, somebody asked me what is one word can really describe yourself. Be roller coaster. I've been in this roller coaster in life. It's like crazy. <laughs> But I would describe as my twenties, uh, from to early twenties until twenty five, is very chaotic. Okay. And twenty now I'm twenty eight, right? Uh huh. So twenty twenty five to twenty eight. Even more chaotic. <laughs> Even though your career basically went up, you know, you got to era. You did. You are bigger on social media now. It got more chaotic, also. Yeah, I, it, chaotic in terms of whatever I plan. Sometimes just doesn't really go according to the plan. Uh, but I get something else instead. But the destination kind of like almost the same. I don't know why. It's just like a little bit of roller coaster, lah. But in a way that I'm enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with the flow. All right, nice, nice, nice. I think yeah, like everyone's life at some point it starts becoming like, yo, I didn't plan for this. I wanted A and B. You give me yeah. like D E F G. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know it's coming this fast. You know, things just come so fast, right, Muna? Yeah, it's always started with something. It's like, for example, it's like era itself. Yeah, it just started with a with a one minute videos of me. Doing the audition clip for era. Yeah, and then things just go so fast. In less than three weeks, I'm already one of the era family already. So it's it's already like a crazy ride. I didn't expect it that the moment I heard of the ads on the radio, right? They were looking for a new radio announcer, and then the competition. I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it a shot, but macam terlupa tau muda. And then I'm like, oh, okay, the deadline is tomorrow. Okay, I'm just gonna post it. Okay. I just it took me around like um, 15 minutes for me to do that in the car. Post it, and then suddenly they replied me. Go for the audition, and then bam, things just happen so fast. Like wow! That. And by the way, guys, in case you all didn't know this, supposedly the only person who's going to go on air is the winner, right? Which was Zahe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's really Muna's rezeki, you know. Literally, like you know. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know the the whole concept of rezeki, right? And this is exactly what rezeki is like, lah. Because Muna, out of the blue, they were like, Muna. You're gonna be on air like a full-time radio announcer. She's like, what? That I I was not offered this in the first place. I got second place. Yeah, I was enjoying the the part-timer thingy, you know, you know, going in for other people, you know, uh, like filling in the shift for people who 
for the announcer who went for the cuti <laughs> vacation yeah. aku sedih kan so it's like uh, oh i'm enjoying my life and then i was not in malaysia at that time just when i touched down and then they called me and then said that oh you're in wait so touch down like, from where touch down from where saudi arabia <laughs> you did your umrah that time is it Yeah, yeah, I oh did my, my umrah. Oh my god, her prayers was very strong over that time. When she came back to Malaysia, everything, all her dreams came true. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And I can still remember it that away, night. La. I can still remember that night, Muna. Remember when we talked in the era studio? I was like, Muna, and then you were like, I'm actually going on air. And that time, like, I was like, top secret lah, because like, you know, no one can know yet. And then she was like, actually, I'm going to be on air for good. I was like, what? You just got back from Mekah and like now, you know, you're getting a full-time job at era, everything. Oh my God, you know, things got really well for you starting 2019 19 before the pandemic but i'm glad uh, in a way that i enjoyed the life of a busy person it was such a hectic <laughs> schedule of mine at that time yeah and i get to experience almost everything just right before the pandemic and then things went to shambles lah and then most of the time we we're just at home yeah. so luckily you had your yeah. your taste of being super busy but in case you all don't know this about muna because i don't think she even posts about this that much on her socials about you know her personal life and about her family so muna you're actually staying with your brother here right and you're staying so far away from your mom right so i would say that i'm living all alone most of the time because uh, my brother also in both of us uh, were in boarding school Right. And then my little brother always in uni and uh yeah my mom has been living abroad for quite some times and I've been spending most of my time kind of like away from my mom lah. How yeah. long has it been Muna? Uh it's been on and off my mom were abroad at different countries and I think it started since I was in high school 13. Wow since you masuk masuk sekolah menengah mm. you you already very yeah. far away from your mom. Yeah, but uh, there were times where she took a gap for like a year or two like to be back here in Malaysia. But it started from when I was 13. Lah. And I was in boarding school as well. So I think we got used to not living together. So my tagline of life is quality over quantity. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is abroad because she's working there or what? Yeah, she's working there. Okay, so it's been... You, you're 28 now. So basically, it's like 15 years Of like on off seeing your mom, not seeing your mom and yeah. all that. You know, I think for some people, they might feel like, oh, it's freedom. You know, you're like it's it's heaven, man. When your parents are far away, you could do this, you can do that. But as someone who has experienced that for a long time already, can you please at least share to us how does it actually feel like? It feels uh, there's a lot of responsibility, self control, emotional roller coaster. Like for example, like like coming back to a home where there's nobody else in it. It felt different lah. Like last time before, um, at least I still had my dad. I still I was living with my dad lah until I was 19 and then my dad passed away. So practically since I'm 19 till now, I'm living almost all alone. Because like my idea, my little brother would be back for vacations only for just like, you know, a few days and all that. Uh, for some people, they might think this one as a freedom. For me, it's not at all. <laughs> maybe some, maybe, I know, you know, you know, I understand. You... You get it, right? Right, like um, normally people early twenties they wanted that freedom life away from parents. Yeah. You know, I want to be oh, I'm independent. I can do almost everything. But for me to have the privilege of having families at home is just so wonderful. And a lot of people actually took it for granted, lah. Which I wish I have it uh throughout my life or something. There's a lot of self controls as well, meaning by I have to make my own decision because my mom is away, right? Yeah. So she gave her trust to me hundred percent. So it's always about 
me controlling myself what to do and what not to do you know I don't have anyone telling me what to do in terms of I can just lie to my mom but knowing that she put her trust in me I take that as an honor yeah for a mom to actually trust a girl who is I mean I'm I'm young right for a mother to trust a daughter like that I mean my mom is a wonderful mother and then she also like okay takpelah whatever you want to do remember that I love you and as long as it's good for you you can always do it so it's all about self-control taking care of myself but sometimes of course the part where like I kind of like how do I put this heart in terms of like I wish there are somebody there to actually be there for me to control me or just to take care of me those kind of stuff I guess you just want to be a kid again you know sometimes like you want to feel yeah. being a daughter again like where a parent tells you no you can't do this and all that as much as people when that happens to you we, we might feel like you know oh my god like stop nagging and all that but you kind of miss that I guess you know because it's been yeah I, yeah, I want that the thing that you know uh, like the situation where when for example say I'm, I'm hanging out with my friends right they're talking yeah. about oh I cannot go back so late lah like, my mom will nag me lah And then, oh, I cannot do this lah because um, cannot lah. I have this and that with the family. And I wish I have that. So whenever I I heard like problems from my friends and all, I will always advise them, especially, you know, you should actually think of this one as one of the things that you should be grateful for. But I know crisis of family is you can never compare again. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, you mentioned that, you know, your father passed on when you were 19, is it? Yeah. And then I can only imagine that it was difficult right after that because, you know, your father was not around and then your mom was very far from you as well. How has things changed for you not having your mom around from that point until now? Has it gotten better or do you still have the same feelings and emotions about not having your mom close to you? Of course, it gotten better over the years. Lah. But like I said, my life is kind of like a roller coaster thing. Everything is like, terkejut, terkejut like that, you know? So my dad, like he died also like, um, it's not, there's no warning of him going. He collapsed and the next day, he's gone. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. stuff like that. So it was such a short period for me to handle it. But thank God at that time, um, my mom was, was having a vacation. So she's here in Malaysia at that time. But I only have her for like two weeks from the moment of my dad passed away at that time. And um, after that, everything was on me. So the first moment that I had to juggle everything, you know, from the stuff that I had to do for my mother, on behalf of my father, my studies, of me, uh, I was having like a small business at that time. And then um, my little brother as well and everything all. It actually helped me to kill the time now, but in a way that kill the time of, you know, not sitting down and just think about my dad that much. I still think about it, but I have some like kind of distractions. But that is the, that part of it is because I actually did like, um, I didn't really face the the, the feelings of me losing my father. Yeah. So I kind of like just run away from the feelings. So it was like um, eight up to, it's like around two semesters or one, two semesters like that in denial and after that I kind of have like those depressions and depressing moments and stuff but I picked myself up I started doing sports again I started doing something else different from what I was doing at that time so it really heals me in a way lah. but now it's also to say whenever I face that kind of same situations where I think I always find something else to distract myself and help me heal with it so you would say that distractions are not necessarily the best thing but it does help along the way 
Yeah, it does help. So, and it's up to you to find what kind of distractions, you know, it could be bad. It could be the good one. Yep. So make sure that whenever you're trying to find like a distraction for yourself, find something that actually can build you instead. I see. You know? That's good advice. Yeah. That's very good advice. And yes, I do see you very active. <laughs> Going kickboxing, <laughs> spinning and all that. She would ask me, can you join me? La? Join me. La. And I'm just like, okay, wait, I join, okay? And then never come. So, my friends... That is the best place. <laughs> can you ask me and fitness enemies? Biggest enemies of, of life. La. Enemies. <laughs> you, you were saying what? That's the best place for what? Uh, to run your anger. It's like... <laughs> Okay, that's it. Then the next time I get angry, I'll text you up. We go kickboxing together. Okay, Muna. Then together. Definitely. Go kick something. <laughs> so, you know, thanks so much for sharing and being so raw with us about, you know, how it feels like to not have our parents with us. And I think you're right because a lot of people take it for granted. You know, when we have our parents be right mm. with us, we feel like, oh, I want to leave the house as soon as possible and all that. But then, you know, you as someone who has not had your mom uh, around you for so long, on off, on off, you would go there sometimes. And then now with the pandemic, oh yeah, now with the pandemic, how do you go meet your mom? When was the last time? Oh, the last time was, uh, so my mom was stuck here, starting from PKP, because she was supposed ah. to go back on 21st, but PKP happened on 8th year. Yes. So, yeah, so ended up she was stuck here for like three months until uh, July. You must have been so happy in the, the first MCO. Yeah, very happy. Yeah, the first MCO was very busy because, you know, I have my mom to layan in. Yeah. So it was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Actually, for me, it's nice. It's a nice PKP because I get to be there and stare at my mom oh. <laughs> 24-7. <laughs> so it's actually a blessing for me. Like, I understand that it's a hard time for other people. It's hard for me as well. But at that time, it was... It's like a blessing for me, la, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, ca- I can only imagine, Muna, because three months must have been considered quite long for you to have your mom with you here, Khan. Yeah, um, I'm grateful enough. La. I can only see her uh, when she she's back here, okay, maybe on July, because it's hard, right, to go uh, back and forth and with the quarantine and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inshallah, when she comes back in July, you all can redo Raya because Raya is in May, right? So you all can redo it. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, your brother, your mom, very close knit family, which I really respect, which I really, really love. Uh, Muna, I'm sending you. I'm sending you Zoom hugs now. Okay, Muna, I'm sending you Zoom. Oh, hugs. thank you so much. Uh, this is me and Muna actually. You know, like before this whole recording point, like every once in a while we would like meet up with each other. <laughs> that one time we literally cried in front of like this building of like a place we shot together. We were like, yeah. Like, Muna, I was I was having a bad day, and then Muna was saying that she has occasional bad days like that too. And that was when this conversation came up, and then we ended up crying in front of the building. You know. Yeah. <laughs> these conversations with our close friends I believe you know to just detox yeah, detox absolutely especially like we're, with us right having these kind of careers where we have to put on pre, uh, like happy face all the time yeah all the time right so like for some people they would they would say that oh my I'm having a great life because I don't really post I'm not the type who posts like very sad stuff on Instagram yeah. because because our social media as well it has become like a work stuff for us as yeah. well and then I just don't want to kill somebody's vibe or, you know, scrolling, looking for happy stuff. And then yeah. and just kind of like, I don't want to run over small stuff on social media. And yeah. the thing about me is that I, I'm full of emotion, but I that's why I think crying helps a lot. <laughs> 
So if you guys want to see her sad, sad post, don't go on Instagram, go on Twitter, okay? That one, she's more wrong. <laughs> that one, she will retweet, retweet things like sad, sad things. But sometimes she never says it. She retweets only. So she's like, yeah. they want to assume can lah, but then they wouldn't know it's, it's like what I'm feeling. But I'm just going to retweet anyway or quote tweet anyway, right? Yeah, quote tweets <laughs> or like. Uh, that yes. is the girl language. <laughs> so boys, if you want to be uh, Muna's boyfriend, if you want to try your luck, want to be in line, then make sure you check out her likes. Then you will really know what is in her heart. Okay, Muna, before we wrap up this episode, what are some things that you are grateful for in your 20s? Or, or per- perhaps what are you grateful for in your life now? I'm grateful that I have the full support of my family. Mm-hmm. In terms that they really, uh, you know, like when I say that, I really want to be like a host or somebody in the industry. Like my mom always give her full support. There are some times where I don't feel like going for casting because, you know, the waiting line is crazy. <laughs> hours and hours and hours. You you have like hope and then you get rejected and all this stuff. But my mom will be one of the person that will always support me saying that just go, you know, whatever you're doing, as long as you put your effort in it, so you won't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the things that I'm really, really grateful of. And that's how I'm doing where I am. Yes, and you're doing so well. So well. And she keeps telling me sometimes, I don't think I'll be a good actress. La. I'm not that famous. La. I'm like, are you kidding me? Eh? Your followers grow like crazy. Now on Instagram, over 20k already. On TikTok, almost 100k already. In no time, blah, boom. She's gonna meletop. Okay, meletop. Huh? You just wait for it. Oh, man. I mean. And then, what are some things in your life now, or perhaps in your 20s, lah, that you don't really like about yourself? Maybe some traits that you want to leave behind once you're not in your 20s anymore? Overthinking and indecisive. <sighs> you describe two things uh, that I go through all the time too. <laughs> yeah. I think I overthink a lot over even over small stuff. Mm-hmm. I think maybe because of I'm because I'm so used of handling things on my own, right? Yeah. So I end up like having one one thing to have like the control over things. Because I had a few incidents of getting traumatized over things that I cannot control. Yeah. So I ended up overthinking about things. And I think it's really tiring <laughs> to having all those thoughts. And I really want to like reduce it. I hope that when I move along after like my 20s, yeah. in my 30s, I'm more chill and relaxed mm-hmm. and be able to make good decisions. You know, so sometimes it's all about eh, okay, yeah. like, you know, Agreed. I want to be that wise person who can just make quick decisions. Say, oh, okay, 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 like that. True, without without like second guessing ourselves, right? Because sometimes we feel yeah. like, like, yes, 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 I, I make a fast decision. Then you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What, what did I just do? Like, is this, was that the right decision yeah, right? or not? I, I get so jealous of people who can simply like decide. And then, okay, move on with something else. I tend to like carry those thoughts with me like for so long and all that. When I'm like, hello, I'm, it's done. It's over already. Why am I still thinking of this? Yeah. I really hope that mine stays and in then, my 20s also. I don't want to go through it again <laughs> later, later. <laughs> yeah, I think, but but I think it's all about time. La. Time will really shape us into becoming someone that we can never really expect it. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So, Muna, when you're in your 30s already, when you're married with kids, freaking rich and popular, make sure you come back and, and revisit this episode. You scroll all the way to the end and come to this this section of like, what do you want to leave behind in your 20s? And then you see, oh, I finally achieved it. Lah. So hopefully that's going to come. Yeah. Okay? 
know. <laughs> Hope so. I'm hoping for that. Amin, amin. Anyway, Muna, thanks so much for joining me here today. It was a brilliant episode. You got to know Muna on a different spectrum. So remember, guys, as you heard whatever Muna shared with us just now, I think this is one of those episodes where we shouldn't judge a book by its cover. That's number one. And we should just be kind to everyone because we don't know what they go through behind closed doors. You know, what you see on social media isn't everything. What you see people portray isn't necessarily everything they go through. There are always silent battles. I think everyone has their own struggles, kan Muna? Yeah. Exactly. It's all about how you handle it and I'm definitely sending you all the hugs and, you know, uh, positive energy to all of you guys so that, you know, everybody can go through it and, yeah, I wish all of you guys the best. Thank you, Muna. Thank you Uh. and stay safe, okay, (laughs) Muna? And get vaccinated soon, okay, together? (laughs) Of course, definitely. That is a must, okay? Everybody listening to to this, please register. Yeah. Okay, so Muna kena buat macam PSA lah. You know those radio ads yang, I'm Muna Bella, radio announcer, and I want to get vaccinated. Hi, I'm Muna Bella, a radio announcer, and I want to get vaccinated. Confirm. After this, millions of other Malaysians will go and register because of Muna Bella. Thank you so much, Muna. Thank you, Keanu. (laughs) 